Jim, do you have any idea what's going on with Kim Jong-un right now? Kim Jong-un. What is the I update? Do not, I do not. <laughs> oh. So, I read this weekend. Most honorable. I, I read this weekend that he's totally fine. Everything's cool. Oh, all good. He was hiding from coronavirus, and there was a <laughs> South Korean intelligence agent that had to apologize to the entire country and the intelligence community for being completely wrong about the guy being dead. I'm hiding from coronavirus. <laughs> so he's hiding from that. That makes him look great. So that yeah, when as an intelligence officer, if you can't tell if somebody's dead or alive, that's pretty rough. That's a big miss. You're worth more dead than alive. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, but at least we have some closure. Yeah, I think that uh, at least, uh, to me, when when that all came out, at least I now know how we had it so confused. The guy who's in charge of giving us intelligence for North Korea was completely wrong somehow. That's pretty bad. So he's going to get the uh, anti-aircraft artillery. He's going to get something. That's that's what they use as the uh, punishment. Don't you just get, when, when you're an intelligence agent and you're just way wrong, don't you just get like killed secretly or something? <laughs> or openly. Yeah. I love, I love when, uh, when uh, Israel just blatantly assassinates people for us. That's one of my favorite things about uh, world politics and, and, and espionage. It's like every once in a while, we'll just commission Israel to chase a guy down on a motorcycle and plant a, a plastic bomb in their car and drive away. Yeah, the great thing about them is they have no qualms about doing that They do stuff. not care. And that's the great it's thing great. about us is we like having them do it for us. That's why Israel exists. Have you seen Munich? Have you seen that movie? I, I mean, love it's that movie freaking now, movie. I love it, too. It's, I, I love Munich. I love I love a lot of movies that are like that. You and I, I think we disagree on the Born Identity movies. I love the Born Identity movies, but uh, Munich's cool because it's based on it's based on a true story. Um, right. There's a couple other ones that are really good. What was the... Uh, there's another hijacker slash espionage movie that's based on a true story. I can't remember what it's called, but that one's freaking awesome too. Um, and I always prefer the more reality-based ones to like the James Bond movies. Those don't really do much for me. Well, there's a uh, new series, I guess, on Prime that came out, The Hunters, uh-huh. which is along those lines. I haven't seen it, but the the ads make it look kind of like, far, like kind of out there. Right. But it's based on like these, like a group of, like a Jewish guy or like a Jewish group of, I don't know if they're spies or what, but they're hunting down like ex Nazis. I don't know. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about Jews anymore, Jim. Why is that? I was so excited. I got all the stuff together and I won't go into it because as I've reviewed some of the old content for our Patreon and, and try to repost it when I was younger, I didn't know how to talk about the show without sounding like a complete idiot and, and not understanding that most people don't care. However, this week, putting the show together was misery, right? So I finally got the video up. I finally got the live stream up. Everything's going good. I woke up the next morning. The live stream, the live stream had been taken down by YouTube. And at, at this point, I'm still not exactly sure why. I'm wondering if it's dead Jews or dead <laughs> Jews that got us taken down. It could have been anything. Right. Well, you, here's what's funny about that. The live stream has nothing but the episodes on a loop. And and similar similar content to that on a loop, right? All regular radio stuff from the nineties and two thousands and stuff, including the commercials. So and today. And here's the here's the other thing that I don't know if YouTube knows. Most of the sound effects you hear on the show, I get from YouTube. So in the video, in the stream that got taken down, 
contains absolutely no material that I didn't get from YouTube. Right. Including our own stuff. So like when the when when our third episode is on a loop, it's still the third episode that hasn't been taken down. Does that make sense? But it's not just YouTube stuff that's in the show. Right, but all the stuff that's in the show, I've recorded from YouTube. So like for instance, I was thinking perhaps it's the David Letterman set with that has Bill Hicks in it. Cuz Bill Hicks has a line about finding Billy Ray Cyrus and shooting him in the head with a shotgun. Right. But I got that bit from YouTube. But there's and there's so much worse things on YouTube than that. Right. And I can't I can't I know it's not copyright stuff cuz we don't have anything from anybody else. It, I, it's weird. So as far as the stream goes, I'm going to try to fix that this week. I've got an email out to, to Google and YouTube right now. I have no idea what the problem is. Uh, That's weird. So, yeah, but I'm thinking it might be dead Jew or dead Jew. That might be. And that was a great show. But, <laughs> that was a great game. I, you know what? All of our shows are great. But um, the thing that I'm yeah. the thing that I'm wondering though is if if it's dead Jew or dead Jew, what the episode that has dead Jew or dead dead Jew in it. It hasn't been taken down. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so very confusing. So that brings up it, it brings up it starts you it starts me thinking about a lot of things because you you hear a lot of like these uh, Gen Z slash millennials on that that think that YouTube is supposed to be a career that they're entitled to, and they complain right. a lot about how uh, quote unquote YouTube takes money out of their pocket with takedowns and stuff, and they get really angry, you know, because somehow for some reason they feel that. A company like Google owes it to them to allow them to use their platform to do their thing and make money off of the platform. Yeah, that's the entitlement uh, generation. And so for a split second, I started to get angry and then I had to realize, okay, well, it's not I don't have any control over what is allowed and what is not on Google. The only thing that is frustrating on my end is like it's just confusing because at this point, you're right. We say so many inappropriate things that it could be anything. But of all the inappropriate things we've said, they're already all on YouTube. So what the frig, dude? So when do we find out? I don't know. Uh, there's a warning that says, hey, COVID-19 might cause us to be late on some of these things. So I'm just <laughs> I'm just like, this is... Uh, so I can understand why you might be frustrated, you know, as a quote-unquote YouTuber. But I just... You have to put yourself in check and be like, all right, well, it's not even my platform, right? So, like, I don't have any right to demand anything. If they get around to taking care of me as a customer, then they get around to taking me. Well, not even as a customer, because I don't pay them anything. The only thing I've traded them is my content. I know it's somebody who was very upset because their channel was taken down and they lost everything they've ever created. And I'm like, yeah, but once you turn it over to YouTube, it's theirs. They are allowed to delete it. It's it's you're not hosting it locally. Right. So they would have had one they, they would have had to have a big reason to do that. I mean, yeah, what well, was the it, reason yeah, I that? know exactly why I could take it. It was a bunch of copyrighted material that they had no permission oh, okay. to use or whatsoever. That happens <laughs> just, all the yeah, time. Yeah, right. Um, so there's that. And do you think that maybe? Oh, look, Gabe's here. Do you think that maybe there's a large population of flat earthers that work in Google and or YouTube? Flat earthers that work at Google. That would have some sort of input or. You know, influence over the stream going down because of the Rocket Man or the oh, that's rocket. right. Because we were talking. Oh, yeah. What if the what if the flat the flat? No, but we're part of the system that doesn't believe in the flat Earth, right? So they don't want to take down Mike. You they 
they wouldn't want to take my cues down. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Jim, did you do any research about those uh, those aliens? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> you don't know. So the funny the funny thing about me uh-huh. is that anyone that knows about me knows I have like 200 open tabs on my Google Chrome right. at any given time. Uh-huh. And that goes on my phone and that goes on my laptop too. Same is true for both. So, so right now. So I, it, it was a tab that I, I created and, and I just never got around to it. Right. I have a problem. Previously on Broken Link Radio. My brother's assistant pastor of the church that we used to go to, right? And uh, for a lot of reasons, I don't know how he does it. I really don't. And he does a religious podcast for his church. People believe Furbies were spying on them. Something that we've talked about previously is my uh, my passion. No reason to yell at me. <laughs> Baseball. Uh, on the honor system, Gabe, give me your price. Our next... Oh, no, go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> Our next item is the Willy Warmer. I say don't sell yourself short, but... Because uh, when you buy a penis mint, you want to make sure that it's only yours. Gabe, because the actual asking price is ten eighty four, which is a weird asking price. <laughs> it was probably a Christmas gift. Right. And then older people yes. are, have a larger learning curve. I never had Napster. I had that, uh, that, that poor man's Napster. Uh, I don't wear boxers, so I just don't. I've been pants in public a few times. Really? and resourceful and so are we they never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people and neither do we this is the best we can do folks this is what we have to offer it's what our system produces garbage in garbage out hello you play to win the game that's magic every show We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir. In a large one. I have taken drugs before, and uh, I had a real good time. Don't talk to me, all right? Knock it off! We've done deep research on this. They still have their butts wiped for them. Thank you! That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> you fool! You must unlearn what you have learned. Do or do not. There is no try. Moderately moderate, decidedly stupid. This is Broken Link Radio. Jim Cadley, what's going on? And Gabriel the Archangels here. Gabe, what's going on? Not too much. How are you doing, Brad? We now know that Kim Jong-un is alive and well. I'm pretty sure that uh, Joe Biden, I'm, I'm, I'm certain that he's still alive, but I'm not so sure that he's well. Can we trade them? 
<laughs> if we, if we, yeah, because if we trade him, if we trade them, we can just we kill can Kim install Jong-un. Biden in that country as the leader, and then we can just we can do that. We would can, be amazing. Uh, acclimate Kim Jong Un to our culture, and he'd love it. So I, you know me, I'm active. It'd be fun, like wife swap. <laughs> An episode of wife swap <laughs> with Joe Biden and Kim Jong Un would be amazing. Um. So I am a pretty aggressively apolitical when it comes to this show. Most of the time. And asexual. Yeah, and asexual. That's true. Um, but uh, I feel bad if you are a Democratic, if you're just like, if you're a Democrat and and if someone like Donald Trump is president and you're a Democrat, whether a Democratic civilian or a Democratic politician, it's got to be driving you crazy. It's got to be driving you crazy because... I can't even think of, I, I, I'm being serious. I'm trying to remember, or certainly not in my, my lifetime, <clears throat> I can't remember a president that was as left as Donald Trump is right. Does that make sense? He's so far out there on the one side, which I'm not, I'm not judging nor condoning. I'm just saying he's so far one way that if you, were, if you are of a Democratic mindset, if you're like the reason Bernie Sanders has gone increasingly insane over the last six years is because someone like Donald Trump is in charge. It's his worst. No, no, nightmare, no, 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 right? no. Sanders so, is like this in the primaries in 2016 before Trump was president. Well, that's why I said six years. It's it's been like six years of of Bernie Sanders getting increasingly increasingly more crazy. But I'm sure, his age has nothing to do with it. If if yeah, right. <laughs> if. Uh, if I'm a Democrat, if, if I'm a Democrat and I want, I desperately want to change things around in, in the Oval Office, I feel bad that they keep going to people like Joe Biden. Yeah. Like this, this guy's got to be one of the worst candidates I've ever seen. And he's slowly going senile in front he of He is getting eyes. worse. And I don't understand. I thought like the, co- the convention was in charge of picking base. I mean, I know there's a primary and stuff, but. I thought really behind the scenes that there's kind of like a, you know, this guy's got it next, almost like a line. So why wouldn't they right. put someone forward that's more likable and winnable than him? It doesn't make sense. And then the other thing is, the other thing is for, for a president that was as well liked as, as Barack Obama for the most part, uh, you know, served two, two terms. Most people in the center to the left pretty much love Barack Obama, right? he puts his name on Joe Biden and the poor guy can't talk. Like he, he, he gave his endorsement a little while ago. I'm telling you what, Jim, as close as you and I ever are, if you sounded like Joe Biden, I would pretend like I didn't know you. I thought um, Obama hadn't endorsed Biden or yeah, yeah he did. He, yeah. He's, he's endorsed him, um, okay. which is, and I think it was somewhat of a small surprise because yeah, Joe Biden's not doing well. So I've got, I've got some audio here. Of, uh, of Joe Biden trying to speak. My name's Joe Biden. I'm running for, in this case, running for president of the United States. <laughs> Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for <laughs> the other person. Just, just so you know, he's running for president in this case. I don't know what other yes. cases there are, but in this case, he's running for president. <laughs> in case you were confused. What a weird thing to say, too. Hey, look me over. <laughs> he comes from another time. That's for sure. Yeah. But it is strange. It yeah. Was, that- yeah. I will give, see, here's the thing. I'll give people old like Joe Biden, I'll give them amnesty on being racist because today's, today's standard of racism is much, is much different than the, the standard of racism in even the 90s or the 80s right. or the 70s, right. right? So if you're somebody who's ancient like Joe Biden, if you're 75 going on 140, <laughs> you get a pass. Then, 
<laughs> yeah, you, you know, you're going to say some racist things. But I'm not sure that anybody has ever really said as a candidate, hey, check me out. Look me over. Take a peruse. Imagine Bill Clinton, hey, baby. Take a look at it. <laughs> Vote for me. I like your tie. Did you just look at I it? I like your tie. <laughs> <laughs> Vote for me, Hillary. Uh, so, but then he also, he also... He said, hop on. <laughs> yeah, take a look and hop on. <laughs> um, he also has a tendency to ramble. <laughs> this guy is moving to, to, to just format hate. Well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth. For, a, a trillion four hundred billion worth. <laughs> out of a billion four hundred <laughs> million, excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars it's hard so to I, say I noticed so this much. looking getting getting together some of this audio is uh you remember george w w and how charming he was when he would flub yep joe biden is like the antithesis of that where it's not he's he's he can't speak but it's not funny it's like he's sick yeah, what's or, the difference there what you're right and where does where does that difference come into play is it because biden's like kind of a, a taller, like more grandfatherly, more serious guy. And Bush was just like kind of a little, <laughs> like a little elf guy. He's kind of turning into Mr. Burns from the Simpsons. <laughs> like if you look at the way he kind of lurches around, he, he's, he's just about to get the finger going. Um, yeah. I think it's just because he's so old and creepy looking that, it, but also uh, George, George W. Wasn't the youngest president ever, but he wasn't like an old fart by the time he even right. ran. Right. So, there was he had that going for him, but he had that little he had his crooked smile that he would throw around, yeah. and I think that f- allowed people to forgive him. But also, I think that uh, George W. Bush was genuinely likable in a lot of ways. So uh, it, people accepted that he was like a he was a Southern guy with this kind of like a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a you know he lacked the diction, if you will, right. that somebody like Bill Clinton or or even Ronald Reagan had. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Joe Biden just is crazy. So the uh, I love this one is a little bit more lighthearted and a little funnier. Uh, have you ever heard Joe Biden try to tell you what to do with his campaign and the the phone numbers and the text numbers and his website? No. So here's the thing: you know it about as well as he does. Go to Joe three o three three o. And help me in this fight. If you want to be part of this campaign, pick up your phones. Pick up your phones. Now. Send a text to the word United. To the number 30330. Isn't this your grandfather? Not yours specifically. Isn't a generic grandfather going solely crazy in his old age? Yeah, and you can't, like, when he's out there talking, what are they going to do? Like, stop him and correct him? <laughs> 3 0, 3 3. <laughs> oh, he, he said to text United. Right. But then he also said to go to 3 0, 3 3 0. And I'm, I still am not sure which number is correct because he said a lot of combinations of threes and yeah. zeros that I'm not sure which is right. He's sending a code. It's a false flag. It's false flag operation. <laughs> um, it's the, uh, yeah. It's a man. He's he's activating Manchurian candidates. Uh, with uh, you ever uh, you ever play Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. In general, he's just a mess. That's cheating and honor recession. To say that LGBTQT people have no civil rights, and immediately change the law in the state of Delaware protecting transgender people. Cut in half the number of uninsured of the Asian African, excuse me, the Asian American Pacific Islander community. Cut in half. 
President Trump and the demagogues around, demagogues around the world. But if Donald, Hump, Donald Trump is reelected. So people are figuring out. So a lot of like, I don't know what any of that a means. lot of W esque things, right? That he said, right, but it would be funny or charming if W did it. But, but also I think that like W would get words switched around. Like for instance, in the, in the show open, there's a funny, th- there's a funny thing where he had a, a, a play on words and he had it backwards. Right. Yeah. And so it comes out funny, but his is like just the inability to speak. So here's, here's my theory. And I'm, uh, you know me, Jim, I'm, I'm probably one of your most lefty kind of friends that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that his, so there's a, there's a, it's like aphasia. Like when you see the newscasters right. and they, they lose the ability to speak, uh, clearly yep. like I am right now. Um, the, I think what it is, is the parts of his brain that get, the thoughts to your tongue is being interrupted mm-hmm. with something, whether that's whether that's some sort of uh, uh, brain disease or he has some sort of problem. I don't know, like, like tumor. That's what it sounds like to me. Like his faculty of being able to speak, like the 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 synapses that fire to make your tongue say what you're trying to say, don't seem to be working for him. And I think that's part of why, um, you know, when George Bush makes sense, like doesn't make sense or says something funny. We know that he's lucid, but I'm not so sure that Joe Biden's all the way there. Like a tumor, like blocking, like a like not allowing it to pass. But you're talking more about synapses. Yeah, just like the speech center of his brain is breaking down is what it sounds like to me. Well, the guy's like, how old is he? Do you know his exact age? Oh, I I don't know off the top. But of I mean, head. there's got to be at least quick. 20 years difference between him and W. At the time when he yeah. ran, so Gabe, it's like Gabe. Can you look up? Can you look up Joe Biden's age? I got. I, if I take the soundboard off, then I won't yeah, be able to Joe play Biden this stuff. Is, so it's like, I mean, right off the bat, he's he's seventy-seven. Yeah. Holy Yikes. crap! So would he be the oldest president if he won the election? Was Donald Trump was not right? Reagan is still the oldest I president think, ever elected. No, I think Trump was. Wow, I really? Because I remember people making Trump is seventy-three right now. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, 70s is the new 60. Well, <laughs> Biden's about to hit 80, but and he's yeah. not getting any better. So it's like, oh, I think that I know. And then it, go ahead. <laughs> I think the Donald, I think the Donald hump thing was a, was a jab. I think that was intentional. That's my opinion. Yeah. But then, but then the very next sound clip, he can't say Donald. Trump. Right. So, and the, oh, and the, I left some out, but there's a bunch of times where uh, he kept getting Cory Booker confused with other black people. <laughs> I know, and I like Cory Booker, and here's why. I don't care what his policies are. Cory Booker chased a thief down in his own car and made the arrest himself. A thief. While he was like, like Men in Black. Mayor or something. Yeah, dude. Like uh, Agent J. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Cory Booker rules. He's a badass. We also know we need teachers. My wife is a full time teacher, taught all, all during being when we were vice president. So, so Joe Biden's wife was a vice president. I don't know of what. So I'll, I'll play that one again. Know, we need teachers. My wife is a full-time teacher. Taught all all during being when we were vice president. See, see what I'm saying? Like, the, yeah. he doesn't have the lucidity that George Bush had when he would flop. His brain is like, ahead of his stru- lips. Yeah, he's struggling to get the words out. Right. Or something. So, um, and then the other thing I need to do is bring up, this is uh, this is awesome. 
the uh, have you seen the Joe Biden is a creep video? Yes, I have. I was going to bring that oh, up. It's amazing. I uh, <laughs> no, I I I don't think it, that it's as sinister as it's made out to be. I mean, he's an old guy. Sure. So I'm 80, 80 years old almost, and it's like it's how old guys are a lot of times when they've got a sentimental side. But I mean, you know, did you see the did you see the video of the way he behaved during his uh, recital for his uh, oath? No. So here's a news story on Joe Biden being a creep. The former vice president is considered one of the favorites to take on President Trump at the next election. There's a part in this video that is actually really does bug me. But several women now say he has over the years made them uncomfortable, often getting too touchy feely. I will be more mindful and respectful of people's personal space. Now, social norms have begun to change. They've shifted. He's right about that, by the way. And the boundaries of protecting personal space have been reset. And I get it. This is a year old video. It's all made worse in recent days when a Democratic Party candidate, Lucy Flores. I might I might tag Lucy Flores, though. She got way too much attention. Get his face. (laughs) Very unexpectedly and out of nowhere, I feel Joe Biden put his hands on my shoulders, get up very close to me from behind, lean in. See, that's weird. (laughs) Smell my hair and then plant a slow kiss on the top of my head. A pro-Trump political group seizing on that interview. See the hands on the shoulder thing. This one bugs me. Creepy Joe Biden. This one right here. Who holds a kid like that, dude? That's <laughs> like around the waist slash like. Right. Oh, from me to activists. Oh, that's gross. Alyssa Milano. But uh, so in the in the video in the video where they're at the recital for him for him being sworn in as vice president or whatever, uh, he comments on and it sounds like it's just part of his spiel. So that's where like the social norms have been shifting on him, on him or whatever. But uh, he comments about how uh, every guy that comes up to him when he shows them their girlfriend or their wife or whatever, he goes, you've got good taste. <laughs> Which is a weird thing to say. Like, like if I met you for the first time, I don't know that I would comment about your wife's appearance. Dude, I can't follow the you, what you're saying in the video. <laughs> My brain is like, I think I have a Joe Biden brain. In Los Angeles. Okay, that's- <laughs> I'm having trouble picking out the, but I get what you're saying. That's crazy. That's like... Uh- that's a that's an uncomfortable thing to, to to say every time. Like right, that's right. So and that that's where like where he says the the social norms have been shifting. He's right about that, right? right? So you might there might have been a time where a fifteen year old kid and his girlfriend can walk up to you and you go, hey, yeah, she's a hottie. Uh, but you can't do that anymore, and that's kind of weird. <laughs> that's horrible. But but he's yeah he is. Uh, what are the chances they pull? Like, can they do that at this point? In this, in the race, is pull the guy and stick somebody else in there. Well, I don't know how that works now because everything's been messed up with the uh, yeah. the whole social shutdown. But yeah, like if I if I could eject and get out of the situation as a Democrat, I would. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how. See, here's the thing: everyone talks about like the rigidity and of how the Democratic uh, convention works and how everything's supposed to be. But uh, I don't believe it because they. They've had two times in a row where where people wanted a particular candidate and they screwed him out of it. So right. I don't think that that really counts. They they can do what they want. Joe Biden made comments on the physical appearance of like eleven year olds and stuff <laughs> during that during that uh, that uh, swearing recital. So that was weird. Uh, but what was really weird to me 
was the 2019-20 People's Most Beautiful list. Have you seen this, Jim? I haven't seen the current one, but I know like I know of the list. Don't they, they come out with it like every year, right? Right. The list is always a little hinky, you know? They always they always try to throw in a few cute ones or one or two cute ones, but this year was ridiculous. Uh trying to see. Shouldn't they all be they cute? Be- you would think that they were all the so you got a list of the most beautiful people in the world, and you would assume that they would all be beautiful people. Yeah, beautiful. Right. Have you seen some of the people on this list, Gabe? I have not. Who's got the list? There's a list somewhere. I'm trying to pull the list up. But I, I, I don't understand. Like, every time this comes up, and they do the same thing, like, Sexiest Man Alive, People Magazine, Sexiest right. Man Alive voted. Wasn't Tom Hanks the Sexiest yeah, Man Alive one it's year? it's like, I don't know who, is there a voting form? Is there a, a quorum of... <laughs> who determines that Tom frickin' Hanks right. is the sexiest man alive? Do they have, like, a group of people they... He would argue that? He would. Oh, in a heartbeat. You can't even touch Brad Pitt, bro. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous, Gabe. <laughs> I mean, Sandra O. Oh. <laughs> Gabe, are you familiar with Sandra O? Oh. oh, I am not. I I don't know. What, what is Jim? What is Sandra O's uh, ranking on that list? Um, I believe it is six. So she's the sixth most beautiful person in the world. Are these like beautiful personalities, beautiful faces, Dude, I don't know. beautiful I, bodies, I beautiful hair? I can't make sense of this. Like, isn't that subject? Oh, isn't that the girl from? Yeah, the medical show. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. Yeah. She's Oh, no way. Yeah, dude. She's not beautiful. And it's like they had to have a, a minority. Dude, I on know the list porn of- stars that are prettier than this chick. Or I don't know them. I know of porn stars. Well, actually, I know a porn star, and she's prettier than this chick. And then let's not call her porn star. She's done porn. I'm gonna say, what exactly determines a star? What's the measure? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's another what's another one on the list? Because I don't have the list in front of me. Uh, Jennifer Aniston is on the list. So Jennifer Aniston would make sense on the list at some point, but it's two thousand two thousand twenty. I don't know that she right. still belongs on the list. Yeah, that's... you can't find ten, 10 people hotter than Jennifer Aniston in two thousand and twenty. She's like sixty years old. Yeah, and is it like relative to their age? There's so many questions. Right. You're, you could pick, like, a random porn star, and then you just compare them on, on somebody that would be on the list. And I would imagine the porn star is typically better looking than the person on the most beautiful list. Well, men or women? I would hope not, men. <laughs> that would be rough. Are there any men on the most beautiful people list? No. You, you can't be a beautiful man anymore. That's the other thing, too. Men are completely uh, obsolete. Yeah, I don't know if you've been paying attention to society, but men are not cool anymore. The worst thing in the world is to be a white man. That's a funny thing because the list is beautiful people, but yeah, you're right. It's all females. It's all females, right. Why are men not beautiful anymore? I don't understand society now. <laughs> like, for instance, okay, so here's Sandra O, oh, right? And you could pick like a random Instagram model. Oh. Like, like Mia Khalifa, and she used to do porn. Kim Jong Un would get right. along with Sandra Oh. <laughs> Sandra Oh. 
So there, there. Mia Khalifa is prettier than anybody we've mentioned so far, including Jennifer Aniston. Well, she's 20, 30 years younger. Right. That's but that's that's why they do the list every year, Jim. This doesn't make sense. Julia Roberts, come on. Julia Roberts. Dude, okay. is this a current Give list? Me a random- yes. Give me a random porn star. And Selma I bet Blair. you she's prettier than Julia Roberts. Oh, you said porn star. Why? What did you say? Selma Blair. She's, Selma I, don't Blair think she's, is, I don't think she's a porn star, is she? Right. I thought you were just going random person. I no, just random porn star. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't even need to be like an A-list celebrity to be more beautiful than these people. And I think I think two years in a row, if not more, Melissa McCarthy's been on this list. Melissa McCarthy oh. weighs 247 pounds. And she's not a beautiful person inside or out. What, what? The whole premise um, of her stupid sitcom was that she's a big fat bitch. Well, when she was on the Gomo Girls, she was a, she was <laughs> I Jim, I know zero about the Gilmore Girls. Melissa McCarthy was on the Gilmore Girls? What did they what did she do? She was a cook. <laughs> she, <laughs> she broke benches. <laughs> uh, Gabe, are you ready to face the world this week? Yes, I am. We are going to cheat because uh, we've got Jim right here. So uh, we're going to play this yet again, although Gabe is going to play against my co-host, Jim. Jim, are you are you ready to think along the lines of other people today? I'm pumped up. Oh, I've been practicing. Well, all you're these. not supposed to practice with that in your hands, just so you know. All right, well, that's coming back next. had a 20 piece nugget oh man oh <laughs> with, we we're just talking about going out to get some to eat with uh with barbecue and ranch oh because you got to dip them both you can't it's not it's it's never a question of ranch or barbecue it's how do i do both as best i've never possible. had ranch on chicken mcnuggets and it, that's nasty no you're na- no ranch on chicken no, nuggets, ranch on chicken nuggets is, is ranch on chicken nuggets is nasty unless you mix it with barbecue sauce Here's what I do. I eat about half of them plain because they taste <laughs> they taste so good. And then I start dipping them in barbecue sauce. And once they go with barbecue sauce, you can't go back. <laughs> you can't go back to the plain after that. You know what I like? You know why I like uh, you know why I like the barbecue sauce on your chicken nuggets? Sugar. Give me sugar. In water. <laughs> So, More. but, um, More. S- sometimes, sometimes, do you ever notice that the, when you burp up your 20 piece nugget, it, it's inconsistent as to whether it's good or bad. So you might get heartburn from the chick from the chicken nuggets, in which case it's very bad when you burp it up. Or if you don't have heartburn from it, you get more chicken nuggets. 
I get heartburn. I don't, I don't get heartburn except when I eat those things. Maybe it's because there's so many of them, but it's not, I wouldn't describe it as heartburn. I would describe <laughs> it as like an intense pressure <laughs> in my solar plexus region. That's, I think that's called cardiac arrest. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Jim, are you okay? <coughs> Jim, can you respond Mo- to me? Oh, <coughs> no. I need help. I need more nuggets. <laughs> you have a 30 piece. Um, you can get a four. I know you can get a forty piece for like what? For like ten dollars or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know no. that like the the most economic way to buy chicken nuggets at McDonald's is a twenty piece. You shouldn't even f with the ten or the six or the yeah whatever. Twenties I think are ten bucks. Yeah, twenty should be the standard portion size for everything. Yeah, it's like I'll have twenty McDoubles and we'll figure it out later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. For, I'm looking for your for your sound effect game. All right, so we're gonna play. We're gonna play uh, Gabe versus the World again. <laughs> it's a game I invented because I like Family Feud and I wanted to rip it off. But uh, because we don't have a caller this week, we're, Jim is going to be representing the world, and Gabe will be representing Gabe. I um, consider you guys my family. Oh, that's sweet. Gabe, are are you up for the challenge this time? I am. All right, here we go. Although, in a world. In a city where anything can happen. In a town driven by competition that's powered by violence. All that stands between a city and a disaster is a man, a reluctant soldier, an ex-con, the perfect enemy. They found him near a plane crash. Now, they're about to collide one bullet at a time. They can't change bullets, but he doesn't have a choice. His loyalty is to a child fighting for everything he holds dear. For freedom, for family, for keeps. The passion is real. All right, so the way the game works, uh, just for those of us who are new to it, uh, I'm going to be asking uh, five questions, one one each individually to Gabe and Jim, respectively. When I'm done reading the answer, the each each participant has the opportunity to score points based on some of the top answers given ba- uh, from a survey of 100 people. These are all One basically desire. taken from Family Feud, the board game. So uh, I will read off a question like name something adults take lessons in, and then Gabe will have an opportunity to answer that and try to score points. The winner with the most, the person with the most points at the end of the game will be declared the winner. The wiener. And Gabe, you are defending your honor against the world. Now, Jim, before we get started, uh, the last couple times we've played a game with Gabe, he's kind of schooled you. Yeah, it helped when you gave him those extra points. You know, it's been two weeks and you're still bitter about I it. I have not forgotten about that. <laughs> All right. He sold tortillas on the street corner and I bought it in. So uh, who has I'm a, a little bit worried because I don't have a chicken sandwich. Yeah, I would be. I'm worried when you have a chicken sandwich. Don't talk with your mouthful. It looks. Quite awful. Don't talk with Can you do that noise, Jim? I can't do that noise. I've never been able to. Can you do that? You could probably do the Chewbacca thing too, right? No, not really. I should never be allowed to record a show and have a pen in my hand because I'm going to have a bunch of pen clicks. Clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack. All right. So uh, who has got a who's got a coin handy? Gabe, I do. Jim. All right, Gabe. Yes. Convenient. Jim's going to call heads or tails in the air. You let us know who's going first, okay? It's a conflict of interest. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) All right, Jim, call it. Call it. Tails. (laughs) 
Ted's. This is not good. What? What? Ted's. Tails. 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 So do you call tails then? All right. Tails, right? I call tails. Okay, then it's, I call tails. Yeah, he called tails. Then it's heads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys have we, managed. You guys have managed to mess up a coin toss already. Independent source <laughs> in here. It is tails. All right, Jim wins. All right. <laughs> All right, Jim. You will be going first. This is your first opportunity to score score points. All right. Score points. Name something people do on the road which makes other drivers mad. Oh, so many of them. Um. Cut them off. Jim, that's the number one answer. Ching. And that scores you uh, 32 points. That is a strong start right there. Ching. Oh, that's the wrong one. Yeah, that I won the, already. I won. Is, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. J- Jim wins already. Good job, Jim. Thanks, Gabe. All Suck right. it. <laughs> All right, Gabe, are you ready? Yes, I am. If a man's wife did everything for him, name something in his house he'd have trouble using when they got divorced. The oven. That is also the number one answer, although it is only worth 27 points in the first round. So right now, Jim is at has got a slight lead. Okay. Score is 32 to 27. Jim. Brad. Name something people get on and get off. Subway. Okay, the subway is worth nine points. It is not the normal ah. answer. Gabe, it is now your turn. Name something people postpone doing for as long as possible. I want to say the dishes. That is not Whoa. on the list. Just me. That gives Jim. A, that gives Jim an ever so slight lead. Do I get a chance to steal, or to? Or are you no. going to ask me a different question? We're going to ask a new question. <clears throat> Alright, Jim, name something people hate to find in their house. Um, a bug, like a spider. That is the number one answer, and it is worth fifty-nine freaking oh. points, dude. Ooh. Now if I had thought about it, I would have said a mouse. But I'm glad I didn't think about There's it. There's a mouse in the house. There's a mouse in my pinch. Gabe, name something people skip when they're feeling sick. I'm gonna say work. All right, that is not the number one answer, but it is worth 23 points, so that's pretty good. Jim, we've got uh, we've got two more questions left for you. Name something people lose the top two. Oh, their uh, soda bottle. Bottles and jars is not the number one answer, but it is still worth 30 points. Jars. Yes. Jars. You can get jars of liquor at Lisa's Liquor Barn. Man, it's so easy. So you were not asked in this survey then. Gabe, name something teenagers consider it's important to be good at. And I'll give you a hint. Cunnilingus is not on the list. <laughs> name something teenagers consider it's important to be good at. Um, um grades? School? I don't know. School is not the number one answer. However, it is worth 10 points. Boom. Mm. Yes. You're pretty far behind right now, buddy. How we're getting there. You're going to need to pull this one out. Jim, name something in your life you wish you had more control over. 
Uh, I have no idea. My income. Can you be more specific? My my money, my finances. Oh, no. <laughs> What's the t- income? How can you be more specific? That is, a, that is the number one. Well, income is different than money in general, so you change it to money in general. Money is the number one answer. It's worth 46 points. Gabe, I don't know that it's possible for you to defend your honor here. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll. I was flexing so hard, and this is just not. <laughs> Gabe, name something that men wear and some men don't. Hats. That is worth another ten points, and Jim is very clearly our winner this week. Wiener. So, so I kind of, I've kind of had it right the first time. Thank you. Thank you. Jim, an impressive, an impressive victory. Uh, Gabe has yet to defend himself against the world. We might have to change the name of the game. I won, and I earned a busted eardrum. Oh, is this, that <laughs> that one comes through real loud too? Congratulations, Jim! What? Congratulations! If you can hear what? us, what? Um, what? So what? I was I was helping I was helping my younger brother clean out uh, one of the rooms in the house uh, this past week. And I came across... Was it the ballroom? <laughs> the what? The ballroom? <laughs> the ballroom? No, it was the observatory. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, what is, by the way, when I, I, I recently rewatched the movie Clue... Oh, so did what? I. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, what is a conservatory? It's a place where you sit and reflect. I don't is know, that what you do? Yeah, it's a place with like... It's, it's almost like... Not a greenhouse, but it's got plants to... It's a very like relaxing complex. Oh, so it's like it's like uh is that like where you're supposed to take your book and read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Got it. Um so found two items that are interesting. Uh everyone's familiar with Milo and Otis? Yes. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. Is that is that one of the one of your favorite kids' movies of all time? No. Because it, it is mine. I'm going to go grab it, but I have to show you guys something here. You're going to go grab the Blu-ray? Oh, I wish I had the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray would be sweet. The laser disc? One second, Jim. I'm going to go grab it. We're going to watch my Otis. I'm going to be. I'm going to grab it real quick. This is going to be great rest of the bit. It's going to be fantastic. This, I don't think I've ever seen this. How disappointed do you think Brad's going to be when he finds that out? He's going to be pretty happy. You you haven't seen my little notice? I have not seen it. I'm looking at thumbnails of it, and this looks like the precursor to Homeward Bound. Only it's missing a dog. Yes. Yeah, it's along those lines. It's definitely before the YouTube days where you could just pull up anything that pets do, animals do, that, you know, on demand that's cute. You had to sit through a whole freaking hour and a half of this crap to. Oh, Brad's back. So <laughs> I guess, I guess that. Uh, I guess. I guess I didn't realize this, but uh, they said that uh, Milo and Otis took six years to film. How many six? Yeah, it took them six. Some it, I I didn't even know this. It's a Japanese movie. Did you know that? Oh, so. But you know, you know how the Wizard of Oz has all kinds of weird rumors and stuff yeah. about ar- around it. Sure. Because we've we, we've talked about that a few times. Turns out that Milo and Otis has a bunch of weird rumors around it. Really? Can you that, even that I did can not you know. even? Yeah. So I w- but this is I just was looking up because I was my curiosity was peaked um, when I when I came across the movie. I was like, oh, I should watch that. And then I was thinking, oh, I should I should ha- I should watch it with my niece and my nephew. That would be cool. 
Uh, and then I started reading things like, there's a rumor that over 20 cats were murdered during the course of the film. Well, murdered. You mean like, what do you mean murdered? by? Like they killed them. By the humans or by other animals or what? Both. So they say that the one well, it's scene a Japanese where, movie, so it's right. Lunch. Yeah, that's what I think. Like it's a Japanese movie, so all the bets are off, right? They don't have the same rules. It's got to be real. So there's a. Uh, remember when uh, Milo uh, had hurt his paw at some point? The rumor is that they broke the dang cat's paw <laughs> so that he walked around with a limp. Oh. They say that they killed 20 kittens and cats. They say that the the scene where Milo jumps off a cliff, they really throw the freaking cat over the cliff. Say what? It's crazy. I was like, I think I'm looking at a picture of that. I was like, I don't think I can show the kids this movie anymore. <laughs> Mommy, what or, happened to the kitty? <laughs> that cat that cat said, "Well, I I talked about it with Gabe a month ago when we when we did the show. Um they had those they had that dog fight and then also you come to the realization that there's more than one lassie. Uh, one of the lassies are just like, this different dogs being painted to look the same. You're like this, is all kinds of cruel crap they were doing to these poor animals. Holy crap! Um, but supposedly, uh, none of it has been confirmed. But the rumors are just like the Wizard of Oz that twenty ki- twenty kittens were killed. Um, they uh, fed a do- they fed one of the pugs to a bear. So when when what? Otis fights the bear, they just let Otis fight the bear, and then nature took its course. So one of the Otis's died. I don't know. There's all kinds of crazy stuff about it. So two things: if those things are true, do you still show people the movie, like on a moral level, or just yeah. on like a disturbing level? Well, yeah. So there's a moral conundrum there. Like uh, if those things were true. They're not in the movie, except for the supposedly when Otis is fighting the bear, that he loses the fight. Well, I mean, does the people ask? Do the people? I'm, I'm talking like Joe Biden. Are the people I'm watching <laughs> the movie with ask if it's real or not. I mean, the kids aren't gonna. Kids are just gonna assume it's all fake, right? I guess it depends on the age of the kids. Yeah, it's, in- it's, it's that's what I'm saying. It's interesting. Or what happens when they start asking questions like, "Dad, uh, what happens to the cat when?" You know, it's like, oh, they threw him off a cliff or they ask uh, or they ask a more intelligent question like, Dad, when they filmed the movie and they threw the cat off a cliff, how did they catch him? And you go, I don't know. (laughs) Same way they do with people with a big uh, foam mats. Yeah, but you're making that up. Well, maybe not. Maybe it is true. I'm not looking it up because I don't want to know. But what are (laughs) you going to do? I mean, but it's not me that did it. It's not me that did it. So we're just watching the movie. Don't think about the way it's made. Just watch the movie, kid. Shut up. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I found something else of interest. Um, Jim will appreciate this. Check this thing out, dude. Oh, is that where'd you get that? 1987. This is where did you find this that? This is my grandfather's old school brick cell phone. It is so freaking cool. Oh. Um. The, <laughs> where'd you? Uh, <laughs> we looted the court. Digging through the attic. Uh, and- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, no, so I uh, we I went over I went over to his house to maintain a few things around the yard and such, and uh, we came we just happened across a freaking brick cell phone and I was like, oh, look at this! This is a brick cell phone. So I've got now I have in my collection of cell phones I have a Zach Morris cell phone. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you can use that to order me a pizza, preppy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the options what we have here. Do you know what an STO button does on these things? Because I certainly don't. 
S-T-O. No, so my, uh-huh. I remember my sister was a, a like a toddler or something. I think all of your sisters were toddlers at some point. Like in the early 90s, early, early, early 90s. Uh-huh. So she had a toy one of that, like the brick cell phone. And I remember it had all the buttons and, and I didn't know because they were, it was like a clone of a real version of the phone. Right. And with all the same buttons, I'm like, some of them said like, you know, on, off, whatever. But the other ones, I, was, I had no idea what they did. And so I think that's one of those buttons. Yeah, I got, I've got, uh, I've got green send, red end, volume, which is one single button, which is weird. Then there's a lock button, which I believe just locks the keys so you don't butt dial. Yep. Um, there's an FCN but- button, which I assume means function, but I don't know how that would work. STO, which I don't know how that would work. CLR, which would be clear for the, for the number you're dialing. And then an RCL. I don't, what would RC, what would RCL recall. even it would, do? It was probably uh, like a, uh, oh yeah, yeah recall. You know. Boy, you're quick with it. Um, and then a power button. So yeah, I'm, I'm. Tempted to see if there's a possible way to get this thing fired up just to make a phone call. That would be what, awesome. Is it a a DC charger? Uh, it's it's got the battery pack that slides uh, on and off like a uh, that slides on and off like uh, yep. what you call it. Like so, a I wonder grill. if you could eBay like a charger for that thing, right? Or if you could just plug it into the grill charger because <laughs> those sound effects were the bomb. Do you remember how durable these things used to be? Like, I happen to know this thing. This thing has gone through some abuse, and both of my cell phones have scratches and cracks on them. Right. From like dropping them off of my, getting out of the car too fast and dropping my cell phone, I've damaged it. But I, this thing, this thing has survived. We're twenty five years down the road. It's still here, and I bet you, if I want, if I got power to it, it's power to the people. I think it's more than thirty years old. It's an antique. It could be, yeah. Gabe, are you ready to give us uh, your news and nonsense in the next segment? Yes, I am. I'm ready for you to give it to me, baby. Last segment on Broken Link Radio, and it is uh, Gabe's News and Nonsense. Gabe, go right ahead. All right, we're going to get right into it here today, Brad, from Portland, Oregon, out of the Daily Mail. A man from Oregon devised a cunning plan to make the most of Wendy's offering free chicken nuggets nationwide by visiting 11 different drive-thrus in one day. After experiencing tough times, the Twitter user by the name of Squeezy Jibs set out on a mission to travel 17 miles across two states collecting four-piece chicken nugget snacks as Wendy's offered them free on Friday. I hit every damn Wendy's twice within 17 miles across two states. It took five hours, but now we are eating free for a week. What it do? Oh, maybe that was the wrong accent. The thrifty planner mapped out a route around various Wendy's in the greater Portland and Vancouver area. I, wait, how do you, I have a question, Gabe. How do you, how do you get, how do you stop at a bunch of Wendy's and then eat nuggets for a week? Chicken nuggets are no good like 20 seconds after they're made. Right. How do you eat nuggets well, for a week can, off that? 
and it's where like do you french store fries. them you can't warm up french fries oh yeah i i have to coach people on this all the time i was like if you're not gonna eat those french fries first and right now you might as well throw them out the window right because exactly you're wasting everyone's time and you're wasting like they shouldn't even and i was in a car with someone the other day and they they did like a they did a little thumb fumble and they just dropped their, they dropped their whole container of fries in my car i'm oh. like i'm like dude oh, my. yeah that's the one i forgot um the uh you just have to admit to yourself, listen, fries are completely unnecessary. There's no dietary value whatsoever. You never need French fries. If if something happens to a French fry, whether they're too old or they're cold or whatever, you just write it off, man. You just don't worry about it. You can't right. you can't even let fries get you down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People that get upset over their the quality do. of their French fries in their meal, it's like you shouldn't even have French fries anyways. Just let it go. Let the French fries go. How does he? How is he going from Oregon to Vancouver? He's like skipping. No, Vancouver, Washington. Of, is, there's a city in. Uh, there's a city near oh, Portland there? called Vancouver, Washington. On the other side of the border. I actually went to Vancouver, Washington. It's a really pretty place. So he, you said he drove to f- how many different Wendy's? So he drove. He had. Oh, where was that again? Eleven different drive-throughs in one day. Okay. And he, but it was only seven, it was only 17 miles. Correct. That is a lot of Wendy's in 17 miles. So I guess that's a 30 states. So he must've been on the state line. That's like a 34 mile round trip. All right. And then he, how many nuggets does he get each place? Yeah. He collected a total of 88 nuggets. So they were giving away (laughs) free four piece (laughs) spicy and crispy nuggets at every Wendy's drive through. So the 88 nuggets actually allowed him to not need to buy food for a week. Squeezy Jibs (laughs) said. Well, now I need to do some quick math because now I need to know what 88 divided by seven is. So these are state lines. Granted, there aren't any tolls or anything like this. You're looking at a cost of over $30 for the free nuggets. So, which equates to 88 nuggets for the entire, entire week. So he does not need to buy. What is that nugget math per day of 88 and a seven day? <laughs> Do you think he bites off one half and then? Well, I'm just, so he eats. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's eating 12 and a half nuggets per day. So that's two six piece nuggets. How does that, that doesn't feed you for a week. Now I need to know no. the caloric intake of a single nugget and multiply that out by 12. That doesn't feed anyone for a week. Right. I d- 18 nuggets barely fed me today. He's just generalizing. He's saying a couple days. Well, right. Maybe. But the, but then also, $30 is not worth 88 nuggets. Like, you could get 88 nuggets for less than $30. Well, how much time did he spend doing this? I want to say he took about five hours for the, for the entire trip. Oh. You know, you know where you know where our, worth? Jim. You know where our heart is at when when the single news story that we've ever drilled down the most on is the <laughs> chicken story nuggets. Eighty eight nuggets. <laughs> this is the nugget episode. This is the nugget show. So that's like six dollars an hour, basically. His time is worth. Yeah, like half of minimum wage here. That's that's stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. What's next, Gabe? Next. Right, and then the next story out of Raleigh, North Carolina, from the Associated Press. A state trooper's decision to stop a driver who flashed an obscene hand gesture 
wasn't justified. The North Carolina Supreme Court ruled Friday, overturning lower court decisions. The justices ruled unanimously that the evidence showed Trooper Paul Stevens lacked reasonable suspicion to pull over Sean Patrick Ellis for disorderly conduct on a Stanley County or Stanley County road in January 2017. Stevens and a local police officer had stopped a, to help a stranded motorist out of gas for a few days after a snowstorm when Stevens noticed what turned out to be Ellis in another vehicle. Ellis's back-and-forth waving motion with his hand outside the window turned into a, a pumping-up-and-down motion with his middle finger, court documents say. <laughs> you know, I was going to ask you if he was doing the the... the, the the Jagoff thing or if he was doing the middle finger, but I think it sounds like a he little did, bit of both. <laughs> like he started off with the Jagoff thing and then he moved on to the finger. Steve, that guy, that guy is, <laughs> that guy rules. So, so I'm confused. So is it against the law to, to do that? Well, that's what they're saying is, is they ruled against him being prosecuted for doing that. But I thought that was because there wasn't sufficient proof. Uh, well, Stevens pursued Ellis's no, if there had been. SUV in his cruiser with blue lights still flashing for half a mile before Ellis stopped. Ellis initially refused to identify himself, and Stevens ultimately cited him for resisting, delaying, or obstructing an officer is what he was cited on. Okay, so they charged him with del- obstruction, obstruction or delaying an officer, and then when it went to court, they were like, no. You can give the cop a finger because you're not really obstructing him from doing anything. Right, because he shouldn't have been chasing in is the first place. what I think the, the judge is saying. But I like that he started off with a jag off and then moved. <laughs> Who does that? Don't you, I? I was going to ask before we got to that point. Like I was going to ask, is it, did he do the one or the other? But he did both. So I've never seen that. I've never. Usually you get the a, you know, or you get the finger. But but this guy like evolved it. He, I would, how do you make that transition? It's North Carolina, man. <laughs> A lot of news out of North Carolina, it says. Well, Associate Justice Robin Hudson, writing Friday's opinion, said Stevens's testimony leads to in- inferred facts that the trooper didn't know whether Ellis's gesture was directed at him or another driver. Stevens also didn't observe traffic violations or other suspicious behavior during the pursuit, she wrote. The mere fact that the defendant's gesture changed from waving to flipping the bird is insufficient to conclude a defendant's conduct was likely a breach of the peace. Hudson wrote uh, while returning. So the fact that he the fact that he had multiple gestures is what sort of saved him here, right? And that they didn't know who it was directed to because you can flip the bird at anybody. You can walk around flipping the sure. bird to anyone. That's the beauty of it. Have you ever have you ever inadvertently flipped a bird and then somebody else thought it was directed towards them and it was totally directed towards someone else? Well, if you do it to a cop in North it's Carolina, happened to me twice on the road before. <laughs> you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> next, All right, so next, next out of the Huffington Post, Alex Jones is considering <laughs> human meat now. He said on his radio talk show that he's what? willing. Why do you think fraternities have you screw sheep and all this and you know give guys blowjobs? Alex Jones rules. He said on his radio talk show that he's willing to go full cannibal. I'll have sex with you if you let me put makeup on you. I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors, Jones said, (laughs) predicting a dystopian future plagued by food shortages. They're creating human-animal hybrids that are a new creature never here on Earth. It's alien. Alien. 
It's, it's alien. alien. It's alien. So is he, this isn't facetious. This is like uh-huh. not taken out of context or anything. Right. Yeah, no, he, uh, he, he was, he was on his talk show talking about, uh, how he, because of, uh, because of lockdowns and he was essentially saying that if things got a lot worse, he'd be willing to eat his neighbors. And we've done deep research on this. Yeah. They still have their butts wiped for them. <laughs> I kill my kids. So he's going to turn to cannibalism if this goes on long enough. The globalists want to play God. Globalist. The globalist. The globalist. <laughs> Correct. And he had stated that I won't. Little stupid commie. Little stupid commie. Gabe. Yes. I would like to dress you up. I would like to dress you up, but I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of a costume. Okay. Little stupid commie. <laughs> So when uh, he was stated, I won't have to, as he went on, for a few years. I won't have to for a few years, because I got food and stuff. But I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm it's ready. It's been in the newspaper that the cell towers are being used for mind control. I'm ready to hang. Is that true, Gabe? Has he sa- Is that true? Cell towers are being used for mind control? It could be. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm the verdict's out, Brad. It might be. So, so what I'm telling you is China has no rules. 20 years ago, they had cows that produced human milk. 20 years ago, they had spiders that produced body armor, spider goats. Okay, they have human-animal hybrids 30 years ago. They've got giant human tissue farms. So if we yeah. have human tissue farms, why would you need to eat your neighbors? <laughs> well, the tissue farms are for, like, research, right? <laughs> right. Um, also, they're also to grow organs... So that they can be used in medical operations, human tissue farms. I'd like to be a farmer in one of those. Just like, do they do they still have to wake up really early, like to the rooster? <laughs> and we've done deep research on this. They still have their butts wiped for them. They still have. They still have their butts wiped for them. He went on. I'm ready to. Okay, so he can he can last a. He can last a little while before he has to start eating his neighbors. Yep, so he's looking at his neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them. My daughters aren't starving to death. I will eat my neighbors. I will. You know all about it! I, I call them goblins because they are. No, wait, I don't, a guy like Alex Jones doesn't have neighbors, right? Doesn't he live out in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, doesn't he, doesn't he make a whole bunch of money by selling COVID-19 medicine that doesn't work to people? Because you don't love the spirit uh, of justice. Uh, you love Jones. your father, the devil. <laughs> Gabe, I got a million of these. <laughs> Although Jones's admission could make neighborhood watch meetings awkward, he said he plans on gobbling globalists who imposed the lockdowns first. The globalists want to play God. The globalists want to play God. Can you God. say that fast? Gobbling globalists. Thank you, Satan, for all your love. You think I like? I know who the enemy is, and let me tell you, they are vicious wolves who hate you and your family. So Jones went on. In fact, they didn't stop there. Actually, went on. You think I like sizing up my neighbor? I'm gonna haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up. I'll do it. My children aren't going hungry. I'll eat your ass, and that's what I want globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. <laughs> Don't be racist. Shooting everybody. 
We're going to so restore the Second eat. Amendment, dirt bag. We're going to restore the borders, traitor, enemy, bloodsucker, parasite, arrogant, pseudo-intellectual, know-it-all with your pseudo-intellectual hair and your pseudo-intellectual glasses and your pseudo-intellectual little chicken neck. Oh, man. Why, what, why do you suppose he's fascinated with eating ass, Jim? I just, I still don't understand, like, where this is coming from. I don't, like, I didn't realize we're that to that point yet, like, that it was that bad yet. I have enough audio from, from Alex Jones to explain it. Oh, I'll see you at the feast tonight. Oh, we'll have lots of blood and semen. Oh, good. <laughs> what if we don't have enough audio to get through the, uh, the next six months? What are we going to do? I'm kind of retarded. <sighs> All right. So after he eats um, his ass, or... <laughs> After he eats your ass, what happens after that? So, Jim, it's not so you know, much that... Some people that, pay good money for that. That it's there yet, but he wants everyone to know that if it does come down to it, he he will eat your ass. Rump roast. <laughs> Rump roast. What the hell is this? Ice cream cones. Bring me 15 hookers now and get the drugs ready and take me to the private island. What happens, what happens when Alex Jones shows up to your house with a pair of knives? What if you pork? always have your back towards him? I invite him in. Say what do you present your ass? If he if he asks in a nice way, (laughs) sharpen your knives. Get out your forks. It's not that the microwaves have somehow interfaced with the brain. We already interface with the space winds and all these other magnetic fields and everything else. So they're all just testing this stuff. And so everything they deploy, they've got all these other technologies. My dad was at UT in 65 when he was in high school. They already had CD-ROMs, computers, everything. But they had a nuclear reactor underneath the building. He wasn't supposed to tell them. Life is fiery with its beauty. It's incredible detail. <laughs> Tuning into it. They want to shatter your mind. Talking about Justin Bieber. When? How many drugs does he do? Supposedly he doesn't do any. This many. I. The one thing I've never understood about Alex Jones is, is Jim, do you know anybody? Do you have anybody in your life who, who takes him seriously? Like they actually <laughs> dig his stuff? Um, I knew a guy. I forgot who it was, and I don't know where this guy is now, but I've, I have known of one guy. How do you hear someone like that and be like, oh, he's got the truth? <laughs> well, I've never, to be fair, I've never like sat down and listened to his show. Right. I mean, you're playing in segments that make him sound ridiculous. Well, right, right, but. right. Well, he's a, he's a carnival barker, basically. He does a very right. entertaining show, but he he plays to, remember? Um, Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, well, Joe Rogan has. I got half of these sound clips from from when Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan last. But um, he plays to that segment of the population who didn't understand that that late night show on AM radio was a goof. You know, like uh, where it they wasn't used- a goof. What <laughs> that show was talking a about goof? Coast- Are you talking about Coast to Coast? Yes, dude, that was a legitimate show. Right, but do you? That guy wasn't in on any of that stuff. He knows that that was all a show. No, I disagree. There's a post-human error coming. The breakaway civilization. The deal's been made. Jim. Brad. I have one offer for you. I'll have sex with you if you let me put makeup on you. Any of it is gold. I'm wearing makeup now. (laughs) And how do you... What does deep research on butt wiping look like? Deep butt wiping. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Next. What else we got, Gabe? All right. The last story comes out of Pueblo, Colorado, also from the Associated Press. Pueblo. With a, with a little bit of luck and persistence. They're creating human-animal hybrids that are a new creature <laughs> never here on Earth. It's alien. 
Thank you, Alex. With a little bit of luck and persistence, a Colorado man has hit the jackpot twice after playing the same numbers for 30 years. Colorado lottery officials identified Joe B. as the winner of two $1 million Powerball jackpots on March 25th. Joe B. Uh, he claimed... What is... uh? You said he's identified as Joe B.? Is that B? Joe, last initial B. I think he'd identify... Uh, uh, tranny, tranny, tranny. As a tranny. It's not, it's not Joe B-E-E. Uh, uh, tranny, tranny, tranny. It could be. Joe B. <laughs> it could be to be or not to be. So this guy this guy won the lottery twice with the same numbers in the same day? In the same day, correct. The winning tickets were sold on Lake Avenue and Pueblo at two different stores about a mile apart, officials said. Joe B. Nothing, just so you know, Gabe, in Rochester, nothing good ever happens on Lake Avenue. Well, at least there is a lake in Rochester. How many lakes are there? There can't be a lake in Pueblo, Colorado. <laughs> Colorado. Well, there's the Colorado River. It evaporated. It'll probably be dried up. Yeah, a lot of the lakes and rivers are dried up out west here. Um, a bunch of crap. So he won. So the I'm being serious now. So like he won the lottery, but different lotteries for the same amount. How can you win the same lottery twice? With the same numbers, aren't you just winning the same? Aren't you just winning once? No, he's not winning. He's playing the same numbers for years and years, but not winning. Right, but he won them on the same day. So I'm saying, isn't that the same drawing? Oh, it's probably like you know, they like take five and. Oh, you can. I don't. I, <clears throat> I, excuse me. I didn't know they ever put like legitimate earnings on those tickets. Well, I would imagine. So, so you and I can buy. So Joe B. He bought one ticket in the morning Joey. and one and the other in the evening. Um, communications right. director Megan Doherty said. So it'd be like if I had the same numbers as you or me, you and Jim, oh, we yeah, all okay. bought it at yeah. different times. We all win that one million dollars. He just bought gotcha, two tickets. There's two separate transactions, so it's legitimate. Okay, I get it yep. now. So Jim, when was the, what was the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you in your life? Nothing. I <laughs> anything I play or try to do, I've never win anything. Have you ever caught a foul ball in a Red Wings game? No. Or a, you see, neither have I. I've never won a contest at work, like whenever they do those stupid uh, lottery or those pools or those door prizes, any of that stuff. I never win any of it. Uh, I've right. never caught a foul fire. I've never caught Farmer. a foul Farmer. Sound like a <laughs> Nintendo voice synthesizer. Uh, <laughs> I've, never caught a, I've never caught a foul ball at a baseball game. I feel like it's a random chance every time I go out to my car whether or not it's going to start just because like I'm that unlucky. <laughs> I, I've had cars like that where I'm like sit down and I'm like, oh what? man. Yeah, you saw you saw my car. There's nothing wrong with my car. Right. But my car. But car. but every time I step outside to get in my car, I get a little anxious. Like, man, I I hope it starts because it just well, I've been snake. <laughs> I've just been like snake bitten with with cars for I so know. long in my life. Me too. Me too. Oh, it's the worst. Uh what was that? It game. Yep, that's it for the news here tonight. All right, Gabe, thank you for the news. Jim, uh, any last parting words before the commies come to take over and grow and harvest your body for uh, organs? I'm, no, I'm scared now. I'm going to build a fallout shelter. And everyone now must recognize that I am a dog, in fact. I'm a black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scumbags, we'll see you later. <laughs>